Welcome to Junior L's and Now What? Studies episode 198. So for this episode, we're going to be looking at the Central American country known as El Salvador. And once again, as with some of the previous ones, my notes on this are a little old. Um, and, you know, old is relative. They're like a month or so old. So I will hopefully be able to read my own notes and make sense of them. Uh, I pre-read a few of them and realized they were kind of nonsensical. So bear with me as I read through this. Having said that, this has been a fascinating study, this particular country. So uh, it's got a population of about six and a half million It won its freedom from Spain in 1823 and joined what was referred to as the Federal Republic of Central America. It's an organization I didn't know existed until I started doing this research. I always just assumed each individual country, when it's won its freedom from whichever country from uh, Europe it had been uh, owned, possessed, however you want to uh, term it, they just won their freedom and then became independent. Uh, However... Um, as this says, in 1841, when it became a sovereign state, it then joined with Honduras and Nicaragua to form what was referred to as the Greater Republic of Central America, um, which apparently lasted for about three years. So just kind of an interesting side note. Uh, you know, it's kind of like the European Union, the idea that something like that it tried to happen in the 1800s in Central America. Um, and I guess it was a few attempts, as I understand it from reading from some of the history of some of the other countries there. Uh, uh, El Salvador went through a civil war in 1979 to 1992. So uh, certainly in my lifetime, they were going through a civil war, which is kind of interesting. Their uh, currency, which was apparently colon, was replaced by the U.S. dollar in 2001, which I found really interesting. I didn't know any other country outside of, uh, like, the United States actually used another country for their currency. I'm not sure how that works, uh, but I found that kind of interesting. Apparently, there's a lot of fossils that have been discovered in El Salvador. Uh, I didn't write down specifically which kinds, but uh, that's kind of cool. Uh, I guess when the Spaniards were first invading the area... Uh, one of the things that most people, I'm sure, when they know this, the history of Central America and just the Americas in general, as the various European nations were uh, invading, conquering, um, you know, planting flags, saying, this is mine, um, the Spanish specifically had a lot of Native Americans, or what we referred to, what could have been referred to as Indians, uh, who they encountered. In some cases, they immediately just joined forces with them. In some cases, they were eradicated. And in some cases, like here in El Salvador, apparently um, the some of the natives were, um, they held out really well while fighting um, against the Spaniard invaders in the 1500s. Uh, obviously, at some point, they were eventually overcome. But as I've been reading through in some of the Central American countries, there's been some pockets of natives that held out indefinitely, like never actually were conquered by the Spaniards. Um, They were just so formidable that the Spaniards just kind of gave up and just said, you know, let bygones be bygones kind of idea. They, um, they, coffee was, was or is a cash crop in the area. They had a huge rebellion in the 1930s. um, And this was kind of a big deal because it led to some events down, down, um, down through history in this country. Um, this was because of a bunch of poor people in the country, a lot of like the the, the lower class, um, they felt they were being ignored, and uh, communism apparently was an issue here, where um, it, basically communism had, I guess, had taken over the government. Uh, I don't know all the specifics of that, but 
a lot of people fled to Honduras, one of the neighboring countries. And what they would do is they would find land that wasn't being used and just kind of said, okay, well, this is mine and became kind of squatters. Well, at some point in 1969, so 39 years later, or over the course of 39 years, um, there was a football or soccer uh, game that was happening that led to what they referred to as the football war. Uh, it was short-lived, but I guess it was a result of this. Uh, the Honduras people were trained to basically get rid of of the squatters from El Salvador, and El Salvador was angry with it, and I'm sure there's a lot more political stuff, but people refer to it as the Football War of 1969, but it was largely driven by um, this squatter event, uh, more so than who won or who lost the game. Um, So my note specifically says, the Football War was more about wealthy landowners in Honduras using the government to kick migrants out, and might I add, in truly terrible ways. Uh, some of the histories I read, um, it was brutal, to say the least. Um, it was a four-day war. It took a long time to withdraw, um, but it was because of outside help that it ended up really stopping. The biggest impact was citizens increased in poverty, which eventually led to um, another civil war 11 years later to sign a... Uh, for, uh, sorry, it eventually led to a civil war and it took 11 years to sign the peace treaty between El Salvador and Honduras. So even though it wasn't a long war, it took a long time before it was actually declared as peace. Um, in the civil war that I mentioned between 79 and 92, my note says that a lot of people just simply disappeared. Uh, so whether it was, you know, guerrilla warfare or the government was just trying to hush people up and just made bodies vanish or people vanish, um, that was a big deal. Uh, 2000, 2009 had a president who was a TV figure, which I found kind of interesting. Obviously, a lot of um, politics that use voting, it's a popularity contest, regardless of how skilled the person is. Um, apparently, they had a TV figure who was the president there for a period of time. In July of 22, so 2022, so not that long ago, um, they arrested 53,000 gang members, the largest arrest in the world. Whether it was successful at actually eliminating crime, uh, I don't know that we really know for sure, but uh, I found that really interesting. They also did something that apparently has not gone well, and the world has kind of frowned on, has kind of said, hey, this is a bad idea, you shouldn't do this, but they made Bitcoin legal tender uh, in El Salvador. Um, They're the smallest American continent country. Um, They're part of what's referred to as the Pacific Ring of Fire, um, which means they have a lot of earthquakes as well as volcanic activity, which causes death and destruction. Um, Maybe not so much volcanoes, but the the Ring of Fire, if you're unfamiliar with it, is basically a series of uh, fault lines of volcanoes that are kind of tied together. So when one goes off, it often affects some of the other ones, even if it's underwater. Um, Interestingly enough, I learned a lot about this from Octonauts, if you've ever watched the show. It's a great little kid's show. It teaches you a lot about undersea stuff. 20% or so of their GDP is from remittance from those living in countries uh, such as the U.S., which basically means um, people have left El Salvador, moved to other countries, and as they earn money, they send it back 
to uh, their family and friends. So think about it from that perspective. Um, however many people have left their country, 20% of the money that the, com- the, the, the country uses comes from people living outside the country. That's actually kind of scary when it comes to the growth of your individual country. 11% of it comes from tourism. 2012 had the highest murder rate in the world. Now, it's slowed down since then, and obviously in 2022, they had that big you know, gang roundup, but um, they still have uh, a huge gang problem in the country. So that's the end of my notes on El Salvador. Um, interesting country. Uh, it sounds like they had uh, quite, uh, uh, I don't know, a, a fight with the Spaniards early on. Uh, obviously, the Spaniards did eventually take over the country, uh, and that it's been a lot of political unrest since then, um, so much so that people left for a while, came back for a while. Um, but if you ever get interested uh, in the nineteen is it 1969 football war, it's a little bit of an interesting read. It's not something that I had heard of before. Um, it felt funny when you first read about it because you're like, they had a war over a soccer game? Um, but no, it was much bigger than that. Uh, anyways... That's the end of that, um, and in the immortal words of my youngest son, Superman, Smile, be happy, and remember that you're worth it. Thanks for listening, and have a wonderful day.